Welcome to Queerly a Podcast, where we attempt uh, to do an episode weekly about different media depictions of women, mental health, uh, and LGBTQ plus related uh, topics. So anything within, within that umbrella and media, uh, going from comic books to uh, movies, shows, uh, video games, things like that. Today we'll be going more into the video game side of things. Um, I am one of your hosts, Jackie. I'm doing a mini-sode, uh, solo-sode, maybe not mini. We'll see how the length goes. Um, and we're going to be kind of going into women and gaming, uh, both kind of depiction and how it's changed over time, as well as uh, the place of women with and views of women uh, within the community, backlash, two changes, uh, all of that kind of stuff. So um, for context, in terms of my opinions, thoughts, um, and views on this, uh, I am a woman. I've been playing games since I was very young. Um, I am Gen Z, so I grew up during the time when voice chat in on- online games or or multiplayer, online multiplayer segments of games um, became more of a thing. Um, and all that comes with that. Uh, so I, and I played games like uh, COD a lot. I played a lot of uh, multiplayer. So I have experience on that end. Um, so I guess we'll start with, uh, start with the change of views when it comes to women as uh, gamers. Because, I mean, obviously, in in kind of 90s, 80s, that, that stuff's been already talked about, seeing as now people who grew up then are main source of, um, of media and thought pieces and everything like that. But with 2000s, uh, we saw kind of a rise in the amount of women who played games. I mean, we saw a rise in just the diversity of gamers, I feel like. Um, because of both increased accessibility to these titles and consoles and everything, as well as just increased, maybe, awareness. Um, I think that's the kindest word to give um, of the fact that, you know, different people exist in the world. Um, But we also saw a lot of uh, backlash and criticism of things. So, uh, for example... uh, being a female gamer in the 2000s, both early and late, I, I obviously had more experience in late 2000s, um, you'd never want to be on voice chat. And yeah, now today that's like a common thing just for anybody, um, just to avoid, you know, slurs and shit. Um, but especially then, um, being female, it didn't matter like what age you were either, which is kind of disgusting. Um, but no matter what age you were, if it became known that you were female, you would begin getting things like, um, for example, like Xbox like messages from random people, or you'd start getting uh, uh, sexual comments in voice chat. You would get derogatory terms. You would get um, you get people talking you down immediately. Things like that. Uh, Luckily, I mean, voice chat, <laughs> voice chat and games is voice chat and games is always going to be that side of things. But I'd like to think that it has changed um, since then, uh, even in places such as VR chat, which 
I don't fully uh, understand how exactly it works um, and how there seem to be so many uh, kind niches on it, <laughs> um, at least from what I've seen on, on YouTube. Uh, but even there, you see some really nice, you just see some nice interactions between people. Like, that's all, that's all we need in this world. So, like, I'd like to think we've improved on that front. Um, but, I mean, the, the, the perception as well of, of women playing video games during the 2000s, it was either, um, as, like, in terms of the player, it was either they were very, uh, ugly, kind of like the, the whole idea of like the fat guy behind a, a computer screen. Um, but a woman who's ugly and probably also fat because it's the 2000s. Um, or is like Megan Fox in the Transformers movies where it's basically a guy. It's taking things that people uh, um, usually think of as something a guy does or says or thinks and then just adding like a hot body. Um, so in, in Megan Fox's case, it was cars. Um, and in the case of games, obviously, or gamers, obviously it's games. Um, and so it was, it was more used as either uh, making the, the woman into a punching bag or into a sexualized fantasy. And so that's also what you kind of saw in, well, Less the punching bag, but you also saw that in the games. So I I do agree with the idea that media kind of reflects the zeitgeist um, of the time it was made. Um, I don't know if it really inspires action um, or change within that time, but I do think it definitely reflects the time. Um, and so you saw things like characters um, who were considered badasses but really were just sec over sexualized um female figures uh who typically yeah had a weapon but weren't like as powerful or if they were it was still like they did stuff for guys just randomly for free and didn't care who they were um so in terms of the sexualization thinking of characters such as um uh sylvanas in sylvanas it's sylvanas right in wow, in wow yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sylvanas. Um, her her whole design just boobs. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, she has powers, but it's mostly just about looking at her art, and that's and you know, dudes doing what dudes do to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and so you have that. You have characters like uh, Morgana in Dragon Age Origins. I want to say is the game. Um, that's actually the only one I've played of the Dragon Age. I tried Inquisition, but didn't get super into it. Um, but yeah, so you get characters like Morgana, who, while she may be in, like an interesting character, um, she doesn't really. She still has that whole situation going on. She still has like kind of the sexy outfit. Um, she yeah, she's powerful, but it's in service of the main character. Um, I mean, that's and I know that you could easily say. Um, it's because she's a side character. That's what all side characters are. It's in service of the main character, um, especially if it's party-based. Um, but with her, because you basically are are the catalyst to her leaving 
her home, if I recall correctly. Um, you're the one who basically uh, gets her to leave her home and join you. And that's all, that's like the main crux of it. And of course, if I'm, if I remember incorrectly, then that's just on me. But um, that is mainly what I remember. Uh, and I doubt, I doubt it's her personality that first comes up in people's minds when they think of her. Or Morgan. Oh, shit. What did I say? Morgana. Morgana. Oh, shit. Morgana? No, Morgana is the character from... Uh, it's a character from a book I read in uh, middle school called The Sight. It's a wolf. <laughs> it's like an evil wolf. <laughs> what the fuck am I on? Jesus. Um, Morgana. Uh, so, yeah, that's... that's. Morgan, you said it again. Shit! Morgan! <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I'll keep that in. Um... Morgan, that. Okay, we're gonna stop doing that so I don't call her the wrong name again. Um, so you had characters like Morgan. Um, you also had characters in Skyrim, for example. Uh, I mean, Bethesda. Bethesda's characters aren't always the most um, the most interesting. Uh, but I mean, I'd say that a lot of the females in that game either are just kind of like most of the side characters and just like background fodder like no one really gives a shit um or they are still sexual i mean think of ayla uh in the companions like why does she why is she wearing like a boob window corset like with fur <laughs> like I, I don't get it she, she yeah she's like has the werewolf thing going on but she's also basically a viking so would you not think that a uh, Viking would have armor? Um, and there, I mean, there are exceptions. There's like Serana. Serana's played by Laura Bailey. Um, and she's, she is very well written, I think. Um, but then again, she's a DLC character, meaning that most of the DLC is surrounding her. She is the, uh, she is the thing that starts the entire DC, basically, you finding her. Um, so I don't, yeah, it can count, but I don't really think that's that changes the other characters um, like that I've mentioned. So we have those. Um, let's see if I can think of some others. Oh yeah, Delphine. She's all right. I mean, she's she's also not uh, depicted as a character that's like romanceable or anything like that. She's not an option, meaning they don't need to make her like hot <laughs> or or like. Uh, sexual sexualized um but in mass effect i love mass effect i fucking love the games um but it's it's this this effect's pretty obvious the entire asari race is a race of blue like aliens yeah they have like squid tentacle back of the head thing that but never moves it still looks like hair um and they all look like women who are hot and have uh like moderate to large size boobs uh and there are sexual scenes i mean they're not super sexual but like you know they get past it. they 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 fit the rating um and certain outfits show off a lot more cleavage than it really shows off the shape of a man things like that um so it as well written as the characters themselves are they still fall into that trap um but I think that we started moving past that in the 2010s. Um, 
And in 2010s, you also saw like that increase in um, female uh, gamers. Um, and obviously, there was backlash to that increase in female game gamer population. Um, you had people saying, you, and, and I don't honestly. If you lived through that time and you were part of this community, I feel like I don't really need to give specific examples. Um, I didn't really want to look at them, but you had people saying like, uh, "Oh, they're uh, a they're pandering to uh, they're pandering to women to try to get them uh, into games." Like they're basically the same thing as they say about like inclusion of minorities or, or queer characters. Like they're pandering to them. They just want to. They're not like staying true to what it is. That's basically the the core of what they're trying to actually get at. Basically, uh, oh, I shouldn't say that. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say that, what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> but uh, the core, yeah, the core, they're trying to protect what they feel should only be a boys club. Um, any women who come in are a threat to the idea. So you had things like... Um, Oh, God. You had Gamergate, that whole thing. Um, and, like, there obviously there are flaws in, in uh, Anita Sarkeesian's, like, argument and things like that. But it also, there are points within it that are valid and that were still, um, that were dismissed as being equally as uh, stupid as some of the others. So it, it, it makes me think of the... Amber Heard trial um, and the effects that I fear it will have on the Me Too movement, where you have something that, yeah, it doesn't actually, it doesn't really help a cause despite championing itself under that name. And I think Anita Sarkeesian had better intentions than Amber Heard, but um, I fear that it, it will have a negative effect on people's willingness to believe uh, Me Too survivors. Um, and that's already a big issue. Because, uh, I mean, the whole the whole thing of Me Too is it's happened to a lot of people and they were too afraid to say it because no one would believe them. Um, and so in, in uh, Gamergate's uh, context, it was a lot more of uh, regression from wanting to... Uh, include certain types of female characters, ones that were either um, not over-sexualized, not uh, very conventionally attractive, ones that basically didn't serve a, for lack of a better term, horny male audience, straight male audience. Uh, we gotta keep that in mind. Um, but we still we still got some good characters, even in that. Uh, though they... they I think that the ones that we got, despite being really well-written characters, kind of slid uh, slid under the radar in terms of criticism because of them fitting within that mold. So you had characters like um, Ellie, who I've already talked about in The Last of Us. You had characters like Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. You had characters like Elizabeth in Bioshock. All of those, I, th I think every single one of those was 2013. Although Horizon Zero Dawn may have been 2015. I could be mistaken. But that two-year difference, I think, doesn't really change um, what was going on. So with Ellie, in Ellie's case, she was a kid, so that already changes the view that people have. I mean, she's 14 in the game, so people aren't going to be expecting sexualization of a 14-year-old, and they, they shouldn't. <laughs> um, they're right in that case. 
So that's already off the table. And then um, in terms of the way she's written, and this isn't to say that this isn't realistic, the way she's written, and it's not to say that she isn't written very well. I mean, my it's obvious if you've seen or listened to my previous episodes on The Last of Us that that's not the case. Um, but she already, she fits a a mold that already existed, the kind of snarky tomboy teenager um, who, from what I've heard, um, a lot of uh, boys, when they are teenagers, uh, find super cool and, like, want as their, their gamer girlfriend. Um, that's what I've heard. <laughs> um, but she, so she, she fit under a, an archetype that already existed, that was already kind of accepted by that type of crowd. Um, and within kind of games themselves. Um, and so you have that, and then with characters like, um, like Aloy, you're playing mainly an RPG, and while there is overarching story, and Aloy does kind of have her own personality, um, because of the fact that it is so dependent on the role-playing aspect and how much the player contributes to the world and places themselves in Aloy's shoes, um, you're not going to have that same issue. Because you, you see yourself as the character, more or less, to some degree. Um, and so you're typically not going to over-sexualize yourself. If you do sexualize yourself, then it's not an issue because it is you viewing yourself as that character. Um, it's like if in Skyrim you created a female character... Uh, and you were attracted to female characters, and you dressed them up in, I don't know, uh, one of, one of the, I can't think of an armor. It's one of the armors that, uh, shows more, I guess. There's not, I can't think of a specific one. Um, but you are still playing as that character, so you're, you're either creating a character, or you are putting yourself in the place of that character. It's not, it's not really seeing the character as a person of their own, um, who you, uh, who someone else is depicting as sexualized, if that makes sense. Um, I think the best way to really, uh, try to explain what I'm trying to say is, in contrast, um, a character like Elizabeth in Bioshock. So she's very much not a, um, a a player insert character. She's a side character. Your main protagonist is Booker. She has a very uh, strong and apparent um, uh, personality. Um, and so she uh, she does obviously fit into the archetype that already existed, kind of the naive Disney princess-esque um, young woman who is then exposed to the world by an older man. I don't mean that in a sexual sense. I mean that in a literal exposing to the world, seeing new things sense. Um, and so she fit that. She wasn't, there was, um, she did She did fit into the uh, typical depictions of femininity in terms of her look, uh, her, her physical look, what she wore, things like that. Um, and so she... She wasn't really something that was uh, out of the box or out of the accepted uh, accepted range of women at the time. If that if that makes sense. Um, so they didn't really get much, if any, backlash. I would say. Um, I will say that one uh, depiction of a woman 
at that time. I think it was released 2013 as well. Uh, in David Cage's Beyond Two Souls, which, first of all, it, it has a lot of issues. Um, David Cage, I'd like to speak with you sometimes. Um, but among them is the lack of actual agency that they give um, Jody, who is plays, played by Elliot Page, though Jody is female. Um, so I'll just say she uh, for referring to the character. Um, she is basically tossed between scenes where other people are dictating the um, the circumstances she's under. So whether it be she is sent off to the CIA to train, she's sent off on a mission, she's manipulated to kill a democratically elected leader, she is uh, sent off to... Um, to try to stop a Navajo spirit, which that in itself is, is, oh God. Um, <laughs> she, she doesn't have true agency within her own story, which at least, um, the other characters do. Uh, and so there was no, I feel like there wasn't a lot of people talking about that, at least at the time. I think, um, I think since a lot of people have seen the issues with that game, at the time, most of the criticism, though, was just how the story was presented in terms of its uh, its non-chronological uh, non -chron layout. So you'd kind of go back and forth between different time periods within Jody's life. Um, but yeah, not much on Jody herself as a character. Um, and so that type of thing kind of continued for a while. Now, obviously, I, I haven't played all games from then. There probably were exceptions, um, and I'm sure, especially in the indie world, there were plenty of exceptions. Um, but that was those were kind of the main uh, things, the huge games that reached the widest audiences. Um, but as time went on, I think we've seen uh, a difference. It there's so to begin on the positive note, um, we do see a difference in terms of how women are now. Uh, depicted. Um, I think we're seeing a lot more of uh, women, uh, female characters who uh, can uh, can still be feminine without being feminine in a way that is specifically targeting a male gaze. Um, so, for example, thinking of characters like um, like. Abby from The Last of Us Part 2, who I, again, have talked about in that uh, respective episode. Um, but she, her, her physical build is not one that is typically within a, an archetype that fits with the male gaze. She is extremely strongly built. She's actually based off of a professional CrossFit um, uh, athlete, I suppose, um, if that's the right term. And she has... A face that is more angular than the uh, typical softer, rounder face that you see uh, in those previous types of games. Uh, there was a lot of backlash to her, and her, more specifically, just her design. So when the uh, leaks occurred, so during these leaks, for those who didn't know, um, there were multiple... Uh, character designs, character models, as well as certain scenes that were leaked. Um, and these scenes, that's a whole nother, uh, that's a whole nother can of worms. But the design itself, there was a lot of, 
Um, there were a lot of Twitter threads uh, and other other platforms, but that was the main uh, that was the main one of choice for these people. Um, where either she was called a derogatory term for uh, transgender people, um, uh, or she people said, "Oh, this isn't like why did they why did they make her look like a man? Um, this isn't realistic. Like everything like that, women can't get." can't look like that um and this was for for reference this was 2020 when this game came out um so yeah it's seven years after the first game that it came out we have progressed there were fewer people saying these things which thank god um but they are still here um and so with their presence also still here we see characters like um we see some characters like again and basically any any fps that is that has a history so like cod uh i don't know if they've even made a new battlefield <laughs> in a while um uh but yeah cod or even honestly assassins creed valhalla does it too where um in terms of making a character uh badass and one that's accept considered ex- more acceptable in uh in today's uh social climate i guess social socio-political climate um they will just strip the character of femininity so in assassin's creed valhalla um which i tried to play it's super boring don't do it um uh avor the main character you can choose either a female or male ivor avor they they go back and forth on the pronunciation of it um but I had previously played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where they have that same choice. It's different characters. They're actually siblings. But I really enjoyed um, the way that they're written slightly different. Their, their intonations are kind of different when they give the same lines. Um, their performances are a bit different. And they do feel like separate characters. And it's pretty cool. Um, Cassandra, or Cassandra, who is the main uh the canon character, actually. She's the main protagonist, if you choose the female route, and she's canon. Um, played by, I think it is Melissa Manhut. Um, hopefully I pronounced that right. Uh, she is Greek, so I am not. Um, <laughs> so I am not great at pronouncing those types of things. Um, but uh, she played Cassandra. And Cassandra, she was feminine. She was very much a woman. She... Uh, wore clothes that she wore both clothes that were more stereotypically men but also ones that were uh more the female variant of such clothing or armor um she would um that might be the, the only way i can think to say it is flirt in a more feminine way or more stereotypically feminine way um because there are various romantic interests throughout the game um you can you can romance like you can romance as many of these characters as you want basically um it's greece we're out here loving um but she she had a good balance of that i mean she was also a spartan warrior with some god powers like that's cool as as hell dude um and so then i went into valhalla and i thought oh all right i'll try out the female character cool ass uh badass viking woman I mean, that's, that's my jam. Um, and then I started playing, and the way that they did her was basically, 
male Ivor and changed the face and slightly the voice. The voice is a little a little weird, I will say. Um, it's it's one of those things where you can tell. Well, I don't want to say you can tell because I don't know what the actual voice actress sounds like. Um, but it sounds like somebody struggling to uh struggling to keep their voice deeper for a performance. Um, and that already the deep deepening of one's voice um specifically specifically to try and make the character seem more badass or more cool uh, in the eyes of players um is playing into that uh that idea that to be a strong character um and accept it as a strong character uh without being able to sexualize the character they need to be stripped of all femininity so she all of her outfits are essentially the exact same. Um, I noticed very little difference uh, when it came to the outfits between her and the male Ivor. Um, her lines, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to like shit on the voice actress because I don't know if it was her or the voice director or just higher ups or whatever. But the delivery of those lines um, were very flat um not much emotion and i get it yeah if you're if you're um a viking you might not show as much emotion but you're also not you know a terminator so it it just felt weird um it felt it felt like a huge step back honestly um it felt like we were going back to those those early or late 2000s um shooters uh, and so that was very disappointing. I mean, if you you can find plenty of footage of uh, female Ivor and any comparisons between uh, dialogue spoken, everything like that. Um, yeah, it's and with uh, actually a point with how they couldn't sexualize her, they because of I think because of that point, um, they also gave her a much more angular, um, more typically male uh featured face i don't know if they would give that to a character even if a main character um uh, if it's a main character uh such as cassandra they didn't do this um i don't know if they'd give that type of feature to a main character that they found uh conventionally attractive to a male gaze or one that they felt oh, that they would be able to um sexualize to some degree so I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. It really does. And I mean, that whole game, to be honest, felt like a step back in all aspects. Um, so I don't know who's to blame, but I'm blaming the game. Uh, but I still, I mean, I still have, I still have hope at this point. I think that, I think that characters are getting written much better. Um, we're seeing a lot more care put into them. We're seeing a lot more acknowledgement of as as obvious as it should be, um, a lot more acknowledgement of the humanity of different people and their desire to be seen uh, in media. Um, and so, yeah, I have hope. In terms of in terms of um, character not characters, uh, in terms of women within gaming, um, uh, I will say that um, we we still have. Again, we still have those those people who are very much into the old ways of a more more of a sausage club, um, with women really being there just for um, sexualization 
uh, or uh, fulfilling a fantasy, things like that. Um, but we're seeing a lot less of that, I'd say. Um, they aren't as prevalent, uh, nor maybe maybe not as loud, but you don't hear them as much. <laughs> um, they might just be as loud. Uh, but yeah, um, I will say that when it comes to development of games, uh, there is still a long way to go. Um, it's, it's like, I mean, it's like film. It's, there's still very little presence of, um, of female developers, uh, compared to male developers. Uh, there's still a lot of instances of sexual harassment in the workplace. There's still a lot of instances of, um, unfair treatment based on, uh, sex. Uh, one example, uh, I don't think I mentioned this already, um, is with Riot, who, I get, I don't know if it's recently at this point, I think it was like a year ago, uh, was having some uh, controversy and I think it might have gotten to the point of lawsuits uh, regarding sexual harassment. And it was a, a very prevalent issue. There are a lot of people affected by it. Um, and so I think that, like Hollywood as an industry, the, it kind of needs some reworking. But... We are we are seeing an increase in female developers. There's still not nearly as many uh, as male developers, which is a shame and ridiculous. Um, but again, we're I think we've on optimistic note. You know, I think we're progressing. Um, and the same goes with for the number of female characters who are being popped out. I mean, if you if you go to there's a wiki page where you can see female protagonists. Um, actually. Is it female protagonists or female characters? Just female characters in games. It is, in the words of one of my friends, depressingly short. Um, much like the the list of uh, queer characters in in uh, movies, <laughs> but it is the the rate of growth is increasing. There's a lot of characters on there who you'll recognize from games probably within the last like five to seven years. Um, and so I think that we're on a path where that list will grow much faster rate each year. So basically what I'm saying is I have hope for us. <laughs> um, I have hope for gamers becoming more well-adjusted people. I have hope for the gaming industry to become less of a piece of shit. <laughs> and I have hope for uh, female characters in games to, con to continue on a path of uh, being able to be portrayed as actual humans um, rather than things to be ogled at, or even just as men. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my that's my main argument, thoughts, ideas. <laughs> um, yeah.
I guess this is the end of the mini-sode. Um, I hope my ramble was coherent and at least enjoyable. Uh, hopefully even entertaining or informative. Either or, really. Um, and yeah, so uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Queerly underscore podcast. You can also get uh, any new episodes from either our RSS link, which is just slash queerly, or you can find us on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, all those good ones. Um, And then you can also uh, suggest different topics uh, as well as pieces of media just to review. You can give us comments, questions, anything like that um, on our website, which is www.queerlyapodcast.com. Um, and we will be uploading likely within the next few days um, a, a more typical episode, uh, one with both Liz and I, um, who is my, normally my co-host. Um, just scheduling issues as, you know, as, as life often gives you. Um, uh, but we hope to see you soon, and who knows, maybe I'll upload a random, another mini-soda while I'm, while we're in the interim, uh, if I, if I get struck with something I want to talk about. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone stays safe, stays healthy, um, and we will see you next time.